So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. And welcome back to another incredibly stacked episode, right? Like, I'm just so excited to get into this. Well, here's today. the deal. Every Monday, we rec- we release our Kardashian bonus show, and Tuesday, we release the regular episode. But one, we're not in season with Kardashian, so it can wait a day. And number two, this whole Miley Cyrus, Brody, Liam, Caitlyn thing is too intense, and there's too much there that we couldn't wait a day, so we are releasing this one today. <laughs> what a fucking power move. We're going rogue because it's necessary. Okay, obviously, story number one, and and just to say there's so much other good shit. Yeah, but no, yeah, yes and no. Well, this is like Kylie's yacht in Italy is up there. This is just so good that it's like everything else is like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay, let's get into it. So before I even say anything about Miley and Liam, I just want to say, keep in the back of your head that Brody and his wife, or so we found out not legally married, but wife, Caitlin, announced their separation last week. Yes. Just keep that in your mind. It's just for timeline purposes. Yes. So... This weekend, Miley and Liam announced their split after being together for 10 years. This wasn't a speculation. It was an actual announcement. So Miley's rep made a statement to People and saying, and I quote, Liam and Miley have agreed to separate at this time, ever evolving, changing as partners and individuals. They've decided this is what's best while they both focus on themselves and careers. They still remain dedicated parents to all of their animals they share while lovingly taking this time apart. Please respect their process and privacy. So that happens and... Personally, I think that we were all really surprised, right? Yeah. I don't want to— Well, actually, that's what I was going to say. Was Were you shocked? Um, I wasn't— I was I was waiting for this. I want to put it like this. I definitely wasn't heartbroken, which I may be surprising for some people to hear, because while we totally supported them as a couple, we didn't have that same attachment that we do with, like, a Haley and Bieber and A-Rod and J-Lo kind of situation, right? Yeah. I, I, You know, I think at one time I did. Like, I think when they got married, I was like, I feel that attachment. And I, But, I mean, and especially, which we'll get into after that birthday note that she wrote to him— but over the past, I would say, two months, I feel like I haven't seen them together once. She hasn't said a word about him and vice versa. And so I don't know if it wasn't that I wasn't heartbroken when they announced it. I just w- felt it was coming. So I guess I had mentally prepared myself. That's interesting. I want to, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you the rest of the events that happened this week. And then we're going to go into kind of a timeline of Miley and Liam's relationship. And then we'll get into a discussion about, I don't know, maybe some causes for this or that kind of thing. But I want to discuss the Brody aspect. Yes. So that happens, and it was big news. Whether or not you were shocked, huge news. As if it couldn't get crazier, literally a day later, there are pictures of Caitlyn, Brody's ex-wife, and Miley on a yacht together in Italy making out. Well, they had Instagram together. 
prior, like, I, I mean, we assumed they were just hanging out together. Like, we didn't, we didn't really think anything of it when they Instagrammed on the yacht together. And remember, Brody comments on it like Hot Girl Summer. And we didn't post it. We got the screenshot like 49 seconds later. And at that time, it was, we thought in our heads, we're like, oh, it's kind of crazy that he's commenting on his ex-wife, but the Miley element was out of it. Yeah, I was, I didn't think, we didn't think anything of it. We, yeah, we didn't think anything of it. So these pictures of them on the boat making out are released and we're like, holy fuck, this is a crazy pop culture moment. Number one, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth just publicly announced their split. And within a day, she's now making out with the most, a member of the most public and recently announced split also. Holy fuck. Well, let me tell you is that, and, and Isabel made this point to me. And literally when I wrote this in the outline, I wrote like point to make. And Isabel edited the outline and wrote Isabel's point to make. Just so we could be clear <laughs> that it was Isabel's point. But- it wasn't a coincidence that those pictures leaked when they announced. I think they knew those pictures were coming out and Miley and Liam haven't been together for a little while. And they said, you know what? We have to announce the split. Otherwise, it's going to look like I cheated on you. For sure. So the next thing that happened is Brody posts a picture of himself in Malibu and he makes the caption, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. And Brandon Thomas Lee, his Hills castmate, comments, let's round the scandal out and post a picture of us making out. Brody replies to that and says, watch out, pics of Liam and I holding hands on the beach coming soon. We obviously post that, and like five minutes later, Miley comments, at Brody Jenner, go take a nap in your truck and cool off. Hashtag hot girl summer. Again, referencing, that is what he had commented on Caitlyn's picture of the two of them. So are you guys recognizing how insane this is? This is what I love. This is what I love when a reality star and a regular, like, traditional celebrity are involved in the same drama because Brody handles things like a reality star. He has no shame. No, Miley Cyrus would never, anybody else on the other end of this like spectrum of, of celebrity would never publicly make a comment that's like a joke at Liam, like me and Liam holding hands. But Brody is more of a reality star than a regular celebrity. So he handles it. He doesn't care. That is such a good point that I hadn't even thought of because I didn't. I thought at first you were just going to say I love when a celebrity and a reality star link up, aka a Sarah Well situation, which I love too. But you're saying the way that they handle, handle it, it because it, the drama becomes so much more public because that's what Brody's used to. Brody's used to his entire life being on display, being on a show, the, all of the information coming out. There also doesn't have to be as much strategy or tact in terms of the press of it, right? What is Brody holding on to a career like he's not like being a douchebag doesn't make you get another cast on a reality show? It's that, like. Amazing point. It's almost kind of like in a dream world if, let's say, and I not that I wanted this to happen, obviously, let's say Chloe was dating a reality star and they broke up. And at the time when we want to know everything, and Chloe's, of course, the Kardashian empire isn't going to tell us right away, that that reality star she was dating would, would expose tell us. it. I know those of you listening, yes, the Kardashians are reality stars, but you understand the distinction. But they, they, they handle things differently. This is like, okay. yeah. Amazing point. Thank you. So I want to go to a timeline of Liam and Miley's relationship, and then we'll get into, you know, the most recent thing and, and then a discussion. So in June of 2019 was when they met on the set of the last June song. of 2009. What did I say? 19. Oh, I'm sorry. June of 2009 was when Miley and Liam met on the set of the last song. A year later, in March of 2010, was when they made their red carpet debut at an Oscars event, confirming that they were a couple. If you remember, I know we're going back 10 years or so, there was a lot of speculation in that meantime. Their chemistry was so intense in the movie and they were spending so much time together. It was like a dream come true for all of us to see if they were together. It was, yeah. And like it was like Nick Jonas was over. This is like the new phase of Miley. Oh my God. And they were adorable together. And I remember it was like the biggest deal when she was in an interview in an interview before they came out. And she was like, yeah, Liam's my best friend. And everyone was like, oh my God. Yeah, exactly. August of that same year, they had their first kind of breakup, and it was a, reportedly due to their work schedule. So 
a month later of September of that year was when they got back together. So as you can tell, within you know two years, they're back and forth a couple of times. And that, I think, kind of set the tone for the rest of their relationship. Would you say that that's accurate? Yes. In terms of, you know, they weren't, I don't know, I'll keep going. November of 2010 is when they break up again. So now within three months, they've broken up and gotten back together three times. In April of 2011, the next year, they get back together. Remember the iconic picture of them at the Vanity Fair party, which was when Miley was in the silver dress with her short hair and red lips. I will never forget, by never. the way. That was in February, February of 2012, which was like a year after their first kind of breakup. In June of 2012 was when they got engaged. He proposed to her with a three and a half carat diamond ring. And Miley said to people, quote, I'm so happy to be engaged and look forward to a life of happiness with Liam. Take us through the next two years. March of 2013, the rumors start to circulate that the engagement is off because Miley was spotted without her engagement ring mm-hmm. on. There was like a bunch of pictures. August 2013, Miley twerks at the VMAs. You guys remember that that performance that will go down? I mean, I mean that was that was like I, I all first of all, it's so funny as I was going through this relationship timeline. That was the thing. Miley twerks at the VMAs. Like yeah. it, it was it was just it was one of the craziest moments. And September of 2000, where is it? 13, September of 2013, month. they call off their engagement. It's a month after. I, I think it was genuinely like days after this happened, I remember. Yeah. Um, and then in November of 2014, if you remember, Miley and Patrick Schwarzenegger were dating. First of all, I forgot about them dating. I, yeah. I obviously know about it. And when, well, the second I saw it on the timeline, I was like, duh. But I, I was so insignificant, I think, that I blocked it out. And the year after that, April of 2015, is when her and Patrick break up. So... That same year, in you know, which was four years ago now, was when Miley announced that she's pansexual, which kind of means that her attraction is not limited to gender, any sort of gender binaries. It's just a soul. Remember, um, well, that all came out because she was rumored to be with Stella Maxwell. Mm-hmm. And she came out with a statement saying, I'm single, but I am pansexual. And everyone, like, first of all, by the way, Stella Maxwell has been literally linked to every single person. Yeah, so true. Everybody. She's so hot. I think that, like— Yeah, no, I— Yeah. yeah. The second girls are decided, like, realize that they're into girls. They're like— <laughs> It's like Stella Maxwell's the first stop on that tour. <laughs> right, exactly. It's such a good point. Um, so November of 2015 is when Miley publicly helps Liam pick out a dog. Of course, rumors start swirling. And January of 2016, they are photographed together. So now we all are really thinking that they're back. And in April of that year, 2016, they are together. And she confirms it that same year when she was on Ellen. Yeah. So in October of that year, it's like no April, they, they confirm they're back together. October, they confirm that they're engaged. Because that's always an interesting question. If you break off an engagement and then get back together, are you engaged? Interesting point. Is there a re-engagement? Is, Do you have to propose again? Is it a different ring? Wow, I've never even thought about that. Well, because you've never been engaged and had to break it off and got back together. Yeah, I would imagine having a whole other proposal seems a little dramatic, although at the same time I could see people wanting that. But, I mean, it was two two years or three years since they were last together. Listen, your taste changes. Women redo yeah. their ranks every 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, so then in November of 2018, which was last year, Miley and Liam's house burned down in the Malibu fires, which you guys remember was a devastating time for everyone there, but especially for them. And they kind of were really public about it, how it was such a loss. And they remember they posted the picture of the love letters outside of their house with just in the rest of the rubble. Okay, December of last year was when Miley goes on to the Howard Stern show 
And she reveals that Liam single-handedly saved their four horses, two pigs, seven dogs, and three cats from the Malibu fires. She says, quote, he got a lot of action for saving the animals. Yeah, he got a lot of action. We had to make sure he knew I was very, very grateful. He ran into a burning house and I can't. Julie was at my house last night and she's so high and I'm in the kitchen and she's in the den and she looks at me and she's like, can you believe this shit? And I was like, what? She was like finishing up the outline and she was like, I cannot believe that Liam runs into a house to save Miley's animals and they still broke up. What the fuck? Like Julie was like, to me, that is the kiss of eternal togetherness. I mean, are you also like, what? Somebody risked his life for you and you're just like, <laughs> okay, never mind. I can't. I have like, <sighs> you had a moment. Okay, I'm so, still having a moment. I know. Just that same month is when they get married. They got married at their home in Tennessee in a secret wedding. It was super casual. She was wearing a um, white dress in their kitchen. I forget who who she was wearing. And it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. It was Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood. Yeah. And you know, it was super casual. Their family was a you know intimate, fun, lively affair. They would not stop posting pictures, and we were all kind of like, "Holy shit!" You know. And are you going to read it? I really want to, but I won't if you don't Please want to. Please read okay. it. So Please read the whole thing. This was the inbox that we got the most about when people were DMing us about the story, like, but the birthday post. So in January of 2019 was, was Liam's birthday, and that was when Miley posted that adorable Instagram of everything, and I'm going to read it to you. She basically uploaded a, an Instagram with two different screenshots four, of her notes. Four notes. Oh, four. Four screenshots we of her notes. You're going to scroll down and see the rest of them. Yeah, four screenshots of her notes that had all of her favorite things. So... L, happy birthday to my number one. When we met, you were 19. Today, you're 29. I thought I could share some of my favorite things about my favorite dude in honor of this very special day. The way you look at me. The way you look at our dogs, our pigs, our horses, our cats, our fish. The way you look at your family, your friends, at strangers, at life. The way you look at the ocean and the way you always take your time. The way you go outside when I ask, what's the weather like? No, no, Instead of checking no. your phone. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck God, that. that one really, I, I can't. Know. The look on your face when you receive good news and how you look at the bad news. I love how you always try things your way, but are never proud to, too proud to ask for help. Yes, I've noticed and taken note. I'm a work in progress. The way you paint, the colors you choose. I love your dirty, dirty socks. socks on the floor because that means you're home. <laughs> oh, my God. I love when you introduce me to a new band so when you're away I can listen and it feels like you're here. I love watching The Sandlot with you. I love laying in bed late at night looking for new recipes, only going to sleep so we can wake up and make breakfast together while having a hot cup, hot cup of coffee, almost as hot as you are. I love those little lines around your eyes when you laugh or look into the sun. I love the way we speak in our own language, sometimes with just a look. I love laying on the couch eating Chinese when we're hungover from the night before. I love going to a random party and remembering basically everyone is fake as fuck out here and how lucky I am to share a life with someone so real. I love the way you always listen and the way that you care even when it's about RuPaul's Drag Race. Can I keep going? I'm like, yeah, please, I can. I'm like really like too emotional for you to stop. I love having a teeth brushing partner and when I'm lazy, how you'll comb my hair. I even love when you shrink my favorite t-shirt in the dryer because having a boyfriend, OMG, I almost forgot you're my freaking husband now, that does laundry is pretty much the best thing ever. I love taking turns and sharing with you. I love taking long drives, sometimes going nowhere. I love how you'll sit and listen to me pick out a new tune on the guitar for hours. I love the way you mumble out loud when you read a new script or book. I love how you learn and grow. I love writing songs about you on the piano, and I love how you let me be me. Put simply, I love you, unconditionally. In our time together, you've displayed what it really means to love through all circumstances. I respect you and you respect me. If the world had more of this type of understanding, we wouldn't be building more walls but bridges. 
I'm proud of the person you have become and look forward to all the good we will contribute together in the future. You and me, baby, let's take this dark place head on and shine through with the light of love. Thank you for giving me the happiest day of my life. Yours truly, M. Oh my God. That was so beautiful. Remember when I said I wasn't emotionally invested? <laughs> I, li- I No, I'm like literally in tears right now. I can't. How do you, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Like this was six months ago that she wrote this. Let's finish the timeline and then let's really dive into it. So, oh my God. May of that, of, of this year, which was a couple months ago, Liam tells GQ that he wants a lot of kids with Miley. They're on the red carpet together. They're being super cute in videos. And in July of this year, which was two months ago, last month, Miley says to Elle, do people really think that I'm at home in a fucking apron cooking dinner? I'm in a hetero relationship, but I'm still very sexually attracted to women. I made a partner decision. This is the person I feel has my back the most. I definitely don't fit into the stereotypical wife role. I don't even like that word. That was a month ago. And as you know, today, current day, they've broken up. The only statement we've gotten from his party is um, apparently he was in Australia and he was approached by Daily Mail Australia about the news. And he says, you don't understand what it's like. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, mate. My heart's broken. Yeah. That's where we are. So there's no more updates other than that. I, I don't. And if you remember also in that L interview, which is so interesting hearing the fact that he said, like, I want to have so many kids with Miley. She said, she was like, I'm not bringing kids into this world. Like with the way the planet is, with the way global warming is until something changes. Like I'm not having kids and bringing them in. Yeah, I have so many thoughts on this. You know, first of all, I think I'm just sad for them just because I think that it was really upsetting. Whether Even if it's the right thing, like I think it's just hard. One, they were so recently married and two, they have a lot of history together. That's number one. You know, my thought is though, I, I have a weird feeling of this one that it's for the better in the sense of clearly they have a really intense soul connection. You don't just, you're not just on and off with someone for 10 years and not have that. But I think that fundamentally, they just have a difference in the way that they approach life. And I think that, he totally is supportive and wants to be supportive of her. She's a little bit of like, let's say a more non-conventional lifestyle, which is amazing. But I think that maybe he is a little more traditional in the life that he wants to have. And I think that maybe that was a disconnect. And I'm not talking about sex, like gender fluidity no, no, or sexuality. No, I'm just speaking in, in general. I think that he, you know, like exa- the example that you just gave was so spot on about him, her not wanting to have kids because of the state of the world. And he's like, so openly like, thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. But also, if you look at the way Miley is is speaking about him in, in that L interview comparatively to that birthday post, which was, again, six months apart, it's like everything about it is she's describing this very um, special but more conventional relationship. And she's, she you know, she's so in love with him when she's writing this that it's like she can't picture doing anything not with him. It's like anything they're doing together, happy to do it together. Like if they're cooking, if they're cleaning, if they're just sitting. And the the contrast to the Ellen's review where it's like, you know, I remember reading it and being like, yeah, she she loves him, but she's not talking about him in the same way she was six months ago. It's not like this all-encompassing love that, and and I wonder if, if it's her career that changed that, that things started to take off for her again. Not that her career ever really hit a low point, but it was just like, things were a little stagnant and now she's really come out with a bang or if it's just the title of actual marriage was so constricting for her that she she felt like she had to break out of it and it was just too against what her ideals were. Well, that's the point that I was going to make. Like, let me ask you a question. Do you think that adding the title of marriage potentially strained the state of their relationship because of what it did to her psychologically? Yeah, I felt like she was happy to, you know, fit this... Um, 
not wife role because it's like, again she doesn't like using that terms just this this uh, marriage role where they just they were at home and they loved being together and they would sit on their couch and eat Chinese food and I think as soon as that label of marriage got put on it for him it was like okay we're married it was it was a part of life I'm marrying the girl I love I've been with her for 10 years this is a natural progression and clearly he's always felt that way because you know he proposed early on and then they got back together and the engagement picked up where it left off and I think for her it was like great like now I have this role of traditional and that's not how I feel on the inside I don't feel this traditional conventional like way of life and now I have this label attached to me that's like basically forcing me to be like that and I think that it, it freaked her out totally and I also think that maybe she you know uh, with him she would never not be faithful so it's not like she would ever cheat on him but the idea potentially I'm just brainstorming of monogamy like you said kind of like maybe that for also freaked her out. Like maybe she is just a person that that thrives in in either open relationships or poly. I don't know. You know something where she's yeah. a little more willing to explore. Do you think that there's potential there? Yeah, I think. Um, you know, when you're with somebody for ten years, and even though they've been on and off, it's it's kind of like there's a there's a part of your life that was suppressed. Whereas, like, okay, did she have? all of the experiences she wanted to have. Did she, was she with all of the women and all of the men that she could have been with? Was she with any, like, you know what I mean? There's so many experiences that I felt like once you're married or once you're with somebody for 10 years, you kind of accept that you're not never going to have those. And for some people, that's fine. For Liam, I'm sure it's like, okay, I'll never sleep with this girl. Who cares? I have the love of my life. For her, maybe it was like, oh my God, like, yeah, I have the love of my life, but what else am I missing out on? And I think she just couldn't get out of that mentality. Totally. And potentially, you know, not that I don't think the sexuality of it doesn't make a difference, but maybe she really wanted to explore more what it would be like to be with a woman more consistently. Who knows? Right, because we've never, and correct me if I'm wrong, we've never um, seen her in a relationship with a woman that we've known about or one one woman that she's been with for a significant period of time. Yeah, we've seen it more like she's been more like sexually involved, I guess, but not like romantically involved. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we've seen I, them. And I don't even know, I don't even, can't think of a name besides the, the Stella. Stella Maxwell link that, that would have been named. And, and maybe that's really true for her that she's really discovering her identity. And part of that was the fact that she never had a relationship with a woman. And now she feels... Again, like that part of her life was was stinted. Yeah. The other, in another perspective that one could offer here is, and the question that we got asked is like, okay, they didn't say they're getting divorced. They said they're getting separated. Do you think that there's a chance they work on it? Who knows? I think it's totally possible and I could see them trying again. I just think in my gut, this is my total gut feeling that they're not going to end up together long-term. And I think it's going to be a really respectful friendship and a relationship that they, they value and sex that they miss, but that it's going to, they're getting to the age where you kind of have to make more of a decision. And I just don't think it's going to work out. I think that if, you know, I, I think that if she handled um, the separation differently in the sense that, you know, look at the look at where they both are. He's held up at his brother's place in Australia, trying to get away, trying to avoid speaking to everybody, somber when he's approached. And she's out there flaunting and posting pictures on Instagram and all of these things. And I think that when you go through a breakup like this that's so public, and then to have the other person that's out there flaunting and living their best life after something that was so traumatic for you, and it's like, if all you can do is look at the picture of the other person, it's like, why aren't you feeling what I'm feeling? And I think that in seeing that in the aftermath, it could be hard for him to not—he may be able to forgive the breakup. He may not be able to forgive the way she's acting after the fact. Can I ask you a question, actually? That's a really—I think the narrative would—and I think that, you know, I, I'm going to I'm gonna call myself on this because I think I was so fascinated by the fact that she was with Caitlyn that it totally—I didn't even acknowledge this in my head of, like, 
If the roles were reversed and, and it was he was him, out partying, it was him on a boat making out with a girl a, a yeah. day after they re- announced the separation, I think that the public would be taking it really differently. Yeah. It would not be the same narrative. And, and it, 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 I mean, it should be on both sides. I think the fact, listen, I'm happy for Miley. I think she's the type of person that has such like an addictive personality that no matter what she does, wrong or right, or whether you agree with it or not, you just kind of want her to, you just want to see her thrive. And especially maybe it's just a part of growing up with her where you're just. Wait, that's, if I say addictive, you're not saying she has an addictive personality. You're saying she's like addictive as follow, as like fans. Yeah, not like, yeah. not like she gets addicted. It's like we're addicted we're, yeah, to but, her, which she right. has like, a, she has one of those personalities that you just, yeah. you're drawn to. Right. And I think that, um, what was I saying? I think that no matter what she does, no matter whether you're a fan or not, you just want to see her thrive. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we grew up with her. I mean, like from every single stage of her life, from the time she was 13 on Hannah Montana until until now. And it's like, yeah, you may not love her, you may not support her, but you kind of just want to see her living her best life. Right. But I, I like lost where I was going with this. No, I, I think just think about, the way the idea of her being on a boat the day the day after. Yeah, I just think the idea of her out there, you know, flaunting, you know, her happiness while clearly somebody else on the other side is struggling. It's just it, it's 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 odd to see. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to see. I yeah, think. Yeah, I yeah. I guess I'm curious about the communication there and what's going on. They may have a, they may have had a conversation. He's totally fine with it. I just can't imagine. I don't think he would do the same if the roles were reversed, and that's no. I I don't think so either. I think it's just, and I think it's interesting that um, people aren't people aren't really seeing it that way. It's like, oh my god, spotted with spotted with Caitlyn Carter because of what exactly because of the pop culture relevance. I think that it, it that was totally cast. Think spell about or, okay, this is this is a good example. Think about when Courtney and Eunice broke up, and he was on vacation. They were broken up, but he was with women there, and the whole time. Everyone was shitting on him. And they hadn't even been together for 10 years or gotten engaged. Like, that was right. a much less serious relationship. Right. It was a one-year relationship. They broke up. He was off on an island. And it was like, everyone was like, who does he think he is going away with women right after break uh, this breakup? Fucking Lamar Odom has been divorced from Chloe for years. And he posts a picture with his new girlfriend and people are up in arms. Like, you right. know what I mean? Obviously different, but yeah. So interesting. I don't know. That's, a, you know, we should, we have to keep, I'm. Tell me you what you guys think about the media's perception on that. Interesting point. Or even our own personal perceptions, because it's not like, like you didn't think of it, and you're usually one that would think like that. I know, I know. But I think that that was me being caught up by just, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, when this happened, let me tell you when where we were when the comment, the Brody comment broke. We were literally sitting in my house at the kitchen table with, like, my whole family, and it happened, and Julie, I was like, Julie, oh my God, the Brody comment we no, just got. No, no, no. <laughs> this, was, this was funny. You're not remembering it correctly. I showed it to you, and you're reading it, and you're like, who's Liam? I'm like, M, Liam, and you go, oh my God, fucking post it right now. And your whole family is sitting around. Right, they're like, like, we're getting alive. My dad's like, my dad's t- my aunt's hitting my aunt. He, my dad's hitting my aunt. He's like, look, 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 it's happening live, happening live. It was so funny. That's like when we were on, um, we were on a podcast not, last week for this girl, not skinny, but not fat. I think it comes out this week actually. And it, like right before we started, the Cole Sprouse comment came in and, and we we're like, okay, format it. What's the caption? And she's like, oh my God, I'm seeing it happen. People it really love funny. what we do. And it's funny. It's really like a funny thing that happens. Because I don't realize how intense we get, but we do. Any last things you want to add about Miley and Liam? Do you think, th- I know we went over, is there a chance? Of- oh, oh. If Miley and Liam don't get back together, which I think there's a strong possibility of that, who does Liam date next? Oh my God, that's an amazing question. Um, You know, can I start by saying interesting because Miley has such an intense relationship with so many people in Hollywood, so yes. many people you wouldn't rec- you wouldn't even think that's so. She's very well You're connected, right. and they may feel hesitant. I don't know. I think one. I think there's a chance she could be international. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it's the craziest thing for him to end up with an Australian. I'm not saying he will, yeah. but I'm just saying I see it. 
I think someone totally different. I think someone quote more like quote straight laced in terms of like being less, um, you know, like, I don't know. Miley's very like wild in the best way possible. Yeah. But I think someone that's a little more like traditional or conventional in certain ways, maybe. Yeah. Do you think I'm wrong? I, I, I like can describe the type of person. I just can't think of somebody in Hollywood that would match up. Like I think he wants someone who's like, really adventurous and wants to do all these things with him and w- wants to wake up and go on a hike with him and wants to go surfing with him every morning. And like, I'm trying to think of even my ideal kind of person. I know that the people listening, you're, you're probably screaming someone into the Like phone. what I'm thinking is like that American girl doll that was also the surfer that I had that was like Kaylee. She was like blonde and she was a surfer and she was cool. It's like, what's the like adult Hollywood version of her? I know. See, but I also had an added in this element that I totally just brought out of left field, which was Reese Witherspoon in Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, see, I don't think so. I don't think he wants that traditional. No, I'm saying I I, I know he doesn't. That element just came into my mind. You know why we can't think of a person? Why? Because has he been with anybody other than Miley? Yeah, it's really hard to even think. And also what were we Googling? We're like, Wholesome, but also fun and progressive, yeah, <laughs> young like, single celebrities. Like we thought, like Catherine Schwarzenegger would have been perfect. Yeah, I, I was honestly thinking, like, this is the vibe I want. Kate Hudson, if she was more his age and obviously not married and no kids. Yeah, let us know who you think. I would love to get like some really solid responses. Can you please send us emails to comments? Maybe like a Zoe Kravitz vibe, like potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, because who wouldn't want Zoe Kravitz? I know she's mad. Well. Obviously. Um, just, yeah, do it to comments by Slev's pod, though, not DMs so we actually see it, right? Yeah. I'm Now I'm very curious what people are going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let, okay. Or if um, you even agree with that. Okay, let us know. That's a good way. <laughs> the next thing we want to do is just give a Sean and Camille update, but I should say the thing first. Right? Yeah, why don't you? <laughs> okay, I just feel like it's important enough that I say thank you publicly. Um, so this weekend was my mom's unveiling, which in the Jewish religion, when it's a year anniversary of someone's death, they do an unveiling of the stone. And Saturday was one year since she passed. So Sunday was the event. And, you know, obviously it was it was a tough weekend. It was beautiful and, and great and ended up being a celebration of her life. But leading up to it, it was stressful. And, you know, my dad and I had to go on Friday to cover the stone ourselves. And like we just laid there in the grass together crying and and it was really intense. So I was kind of on edge the whole weekend. And on Sunday, Julian Isabel came obviously and we're with my whole family. And I'm standing there after I give my speech and they come up to me and they're like, we have something for you. And I'm like, what could you possibly bring? And they're like, our Patreon community, one person specifically, his name is Cade. He's one of our followers. He's followed us since the beginning. When he listened to the Katie Kirk episode, he wrote down the date that my mom died so that he could remember to honor it this year. And he individually messaged every single person in the Patreon group and asked them if they wanted to write a personal note to me, which they all did. And he put it together on a PDF and sent it to Julian Isabel to give to me on that day, just filled with the most beautiful, heartfelt notes saying, you know, why they love the podcast or how they feel impacted by me or my story, anything. And um, it was just an out-of-body experience, truly. It was like, I... <laughs> you got, like, right? no, it was, you, it was it, I mean, it was unbelievable. We passed it around to every single person that was there, every member of your family, right. everybody read it. Your dad was crying. They, they handed it to my dad and they're like, look, Steve, like... They look, lo- how much, look how much they love your girl. And he lost it. My dad was hysterical, like reading the pages. It was just the most beautiful I thing that I can ever. And the thing that I was talking to your family about, and especially Arlene, your aunt, I was telling everybody, <laughs> your aunt Arlene, um, is that every single person that wrote got you 
so perfectly and got your mom so perfectly. I know. Without ever knowing her. I couldn't believe it. It, it was, it's like they. It was like everything was just like they knew her. They knew you. It was. It, it was so so special. I, I didn't even feel like it. I talked about her enough, and they they understood her essence and her glamour and her elegance and and her warmth. It was just I I don't know. I just was so touched by that. It was truly like the nicest thing I think anyone has ever done for me. And I just want you to know how. I know I, told, I obviously thanked you in the group, but just how much I appreciated it. it really it meant so much to me. Okay, <laughs> not to get emotional. So let's talk about Sean and Camilla. As you guys know, we've been super vocal in thinking that this entire thing is bullshit. Um, and you don't say. Yes, it was his birthday, and they were spotted making out together. They had a big celebration and spotted making out. He literally looked both ways, like check the crowd, check the crowd, and then grabbed her face in like the weirdest way I've ever seen in my whole life. I don't know. I, I still, I know we got a lot of responsive people agreeing with us. Again, happy for them if it's true. I To me, that, that video is not any sort of confirmation. It's just like, oh, wow. I also think it's possible that she is, is into it. Like, I don't think that's the craziest thing in the world that she's maybe starting to be into it. I don't know. I just, I'm just not seeing it. We're getting a lot of people who are now like, I don't know, is anybody starting to believe that? And it's like, if you do, like, good for you. We don't have you, any you're a much less skeptical person than I am. It's it's normal to believe it. Like, they look happy. They're all these things. It's just our, like, gut belief. But we could be off. But nothing has changed if that was the question. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's everything still. Uh... Yes. Okay, Julie, let me ask you a question. Ask me. <laughs> what if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? That sounds wonderful. <laughs> no more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers and meal plans. Plus, add a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable. And it's like a workout bestie all in one place. Can you believe it? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so here's the thing with Noom. There's a lot of, you know, people have different kind of goals that they want to achieve with Noom that aren't just losing weight. For example, you know, better self-care, feeling confident in clothing, more energy, and just kind of an overall glow. There's the ability to make healthy choices, self-worth, better mood, help to control your stress and your anxiety. And I think, you know, also a lot of people that are that are actively trying to maybe embrace a new lifestyle, being social can be really hard because you want to stay at home so you're not tempted. And being able to like learn to resist these things, I think can be kind of amazing and a huge game changer. I, I at least think it is. So Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. It's based in psychology and it teaches you why you do the things you do and then arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. It's not a band-aid. Like it really kind of gets to the root of the problem and it's so individualized. So you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash celebs. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash celebs to start your trial today. That's Noom, N-O-M-M dot com slash celebs. The last weight loss program you'll need. Next thing was that Taylor Swift was on the September issue of Vogue. And this is, I'm going to read something from the, the author. When I asked Swift if she tried to get her master's from Big Machine, her whole body slumps with a palpable heaviness. It was either investing in my past or my and other artists' future, and I chose the future, she says, of the deal she struck with Universal, which is obviously everybody was waiting for her comment on that. She also talked about the um, situation with Kim Kardashian, and she says, talking about being canceled, saying it was a very isolating experience. All right, that's all she said about it. Yeah, she said, um, no, no, no. And then she went on to say that, like, 
when it, it was talking about when Kim, you know, tweeted out, I mean, and showed on Keeping Up with the Kardashians that Taylor had heard um, the lyric in the song Famous. And she tweeted, and Kim tweeted out like a bunch of snakes, whatever, National Snake Day. And Taylor said in her interview, when you say someone is canceled, it's not a TV show, it's a human being. And I don't think that there are many people who can actually understand what it's like to have millions of people hate you very loudly. Yeah, which obviously we've been super vocal about totally disagreeing with cancel, cancel culture. So I agree with her saying that. Although the irony is obviously that then in her battle that her kind of fans took on the attack to attack all those people. So it's, it's, there which was, was never stopped, by the way. It was never, there was never a statement that was like, please stop. That's what I'm saying. So. so it was just, it was both ways. Like people, we got a lot of, of responses to that being like, what were your thoughts on that line? I, she, her statement is totally accurate. I completely agree. And I imagine at the time that it was really scary for her. But I think on the reverse, it's also cancel, canceling is just bad either way. So yeah, I mean, and we've both spoken a lot about how we just, not it's just not, it's not a productive part of who we are like how it doesn't create change it's just like you one person fucks up okay you're gone it's like it's not how the world works exactly can you just can we talk about Britney Spears for a second nothing really happened just tell them about the Instagram yeah she Instagrammed like I don't know she's so interesting (laughs) so interesting on Instagram she Instagrams this picture and it's it, it says I put myself in a timeout until I can play nice with others this may take a while and she captioned it a while how about a decade, winky face, winky face, which is like a decade, which is how long she's uh, apparently been under the conservatorship for. So I don't know if that was a reference to that, if she's starting to be more vocal, if she's starting to give us hints, but it was it was odd. I'm going to make a bold statement. Tell me if you agree. That Instagram was the most cryptic message we have seen from Britney Spears in light of this whole, quote, free Britney movement. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's Do you agree so, or not disagree? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I just, I think everything she does is a cryptic message. Ever since the whole Free Britney movement started, everything she does, I look at with a different lens. I also think that I know a lot of times it's like, oh, you're reaching, you're reaching. To me, this isn't reaching. To me, you we already know that her social media is like very much monitored. There would not be approval to get this up, like randomly. Like this, this was, there's just no way that there wasn't a deeper meaning to this, in my opinion. Yeah, it's I don't know. I've so I've so many opinions and so few opinions at the same time because I just don't fucking know. I same and I need to know. I want to know everything. I am so excited to talk about this yeah. next story. I actually have a lot of opinions on this one. Can oh, you go can you go into it? The best thing is that we haven't talked about any of this. This is really our first time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> like we literally had an unveiling. <laughs> it's like Okay, so this is about Gigi Hadid and Tyler Cameron, from, Tyler Cameron from The Bachelor. So as you guys know, they were spotted out multiple times together. And after, the first was after their Soho house date, they were seen bowling. And that was the picture, the famous paparazzi picture, where he was seen leaving her apartment. Tell us about tell us about Hannah. So Hannah gets asked about this, which let's just give a little recap to what happened for all of you who are still unfamiliar. Hannah was The Bachelorette. Left, she had Tyler and Jed. She chose Jed after everything happened with Jed where they found out he had a girlfriend on the after show. Tyler asked her to get a drink. She asked Tyler to get a drink. She asked Tyler to get a drink. They got a drink together and there was a photo of him leaving her house um, the morning following the drink as well. So Hannah was on Rachel and Allie's podcast, their Bachelor, Bachelor Happy Hour podcast, and she said, quote, he has every right to do whatever he wants because we were just, you know, hanging out, seeing where it goes and I'm completely fine with that. It was a little confusing, but um, he can do whatever he wants to, to, and I know that I can too. I'm going to continue going onward and upward, and I just think that I've made it very clear. So she wasn't, it didn't seem like she was notably mad. I think if anything, it was just a little, she knows she doesn't ever, she knows that it would be, okay, this is what it is. But it kind of, 
what, what, what See, in my opinion, it was like, th- there was no reason for her to even say that. It's like, you don't get to not pick and then be upset when he moves on differently. But that's exactly what I was going to say, though. I think she knows that she doesn't have a right to be mad, So, she, but she, like, was a little because that's just the, a human reaction, but she wanted to acknowledge it. Like, he can do whatever he wants, but yes, like, she felt it. Yeah, but see, that that was my issue with the statement was that, it was like you shouldn't have even made it a thing that there was even a possibility that you felt it. There's no, you have no right to. But she does. You can't tell someone to not feel their feelings. Well, you should have picked him. Okay, that's ridiculous. I think I think that in light of the, the things, she wasn't like she was going off saying like it hurt me so much and making him no, a villain. No, I know, but it was like it was like I don't even think she has a right to comment on it. Well, they asked her. That's that's clickbait. They, that's of course of they were going to ask her. Of course they're going to ask her. I'm just saying I don't think she. I, I don't know. I had a lot of because as as the story was developing. It was like Rachel then said something like how she thought it was disrespectful of him and the, the whole narrative kind of got switched to like he was wrong and like it was like I think everyone for a moment forgot that she didn't pick him. Well, that's my thing is that I don't I don't have a problem necessarily with her statement, but the narrative, the brief narrative that ran, which was like, you know, Hannah distraught, like Tyler, whatever, like that, that was inaccurate. He wasn't chosen. And you tell me that a guy that number one wasn't chosen and then is you know, asked out by Gigi Hadid is going to say no. He did what every other person would have done. And by the way, he, I think if it making it anything like he slept with her is just going like, almost like anti-feminist in the fact that, and she slept with him, Hannah. She was happy to do that. She wasn't looking for any sort of exclusivity right away. You know what I we mean? We don't even know that they slept together, by or the way. Or whatever, I mean, but he I, left her like, apartment. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah, no, I, I think also from, from his perspective, it was like he didn't even have to get a drink with her in the first place. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like he got publicly pretty much humiliated. Yeah. I don't know. I, I It's always, this was a weird situation. It's like, why? And also, the thing with Gigi, it wasn't like they had a drink and then all of a sudden Gigi came into picture. Before the Bachelor even, end, the Bachelorette even ended, they were following each other on Instagram and it was a thing. So I think this was, we all saw it coming. I think that Tyler did absolutely nothing wrong is basically my point, but I also don't think that Hannah was making herself a victim. So I think it was. No, no, I don't think she's making, I, I, yeah. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. Um, no, I'm just like thinking humanly, I would be really frustrated if I was her in her position and everybody's asking her about it. So she has to comment, you know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. I guess. Do we disagree? No, I, 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 like, I can't, I, I can't verbalize my opinion the way I, I mean to, because I don't mean to go against her and make her seem like she's playing the victim. I just think that like literally in that situation, what should have happened was like, he can do whatever he wants. I have no comment on it. And that's it. It didn't need to be a discussion. Right. I understand. Maybe I, I see your point. I just think that like when you are the one who made a decision and you, and it wasn't a private decision. This was a public decision where everybody is screaming at her. Like you are making the wrong decision. You are making the wrong decision. She makes the wrong decision. And then it's like, uh, everyone has proven you wrong. Like, you know, you're wrong. You've so publicly fucked up. And then it's like, Oh, I just want to go back to the option that I had before I fucked up. And it's like, why, why, like, why, why do you get to do that? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm like thinking about it as I'm saying it. So maybe later, if, my, if I formulate more thoughts, we'll come back to it. This is not a news story. We just want to tell you that Angelina and Brad's son, Maddox, is going to college. He's going to South Korea's Yonsei University, but he will study biochemistry. I think it's just crazy. It's just cool. Like I've always- I think it's just crazy how fast they grew up. Exactly. I remember them being so little. I remember when she adopted him. Oh my God, Maddox. He was, wasn't he the first one that she adopted? The yeah, first? I think so. Maddox, Pax, Sahara. Oh my God. Remember yeah. the realization I had the other day about Angelina Jolie? Did you read that that I texted you yes. about the love for That was that's it. That's tell, the root of it. Tell them. I, I you know I was we were at the movies. We were seeing Lion King. I saw it twice. Um, and they have like the Maleficent um trailer come on, and it's Angelina Jolie, and I'm like looking at her lips, and I'm like, 
oh my God, this is like my deeply rooted thing about needing lip injections is all traced back to her. It was like, whenever you heard about Angelina Jolie, it was like, and her lips, and her lips. How is Brad Pitt going to say no to her lips? Who doesn't want those lips? She's the most beautiful woman in Hollywood. Look at her lips. And it's like, this is where it came from. I think growing, you're so right. There was such an emphasis on her lips. Well, I think that growing up for us, when we grew up, she was up there with like JLo and a couple others as the standard of beauty. No, she was the, it was, she, she was the top. She there was, was the, no one. It, when, when, when it was Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt left Jennifer Aniston, and this is the narrative I remember it being, it was like, oh my God, he met, he left the beautiful girl next door, gorgeous Jan- Jennifer Aniston for for Angelina Jolie. You're it right. just and people when people said it, it was like it made sense to them. It was like not that Jennifer Aniston isn't beautiful. She is one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. She's amazing and gorgeous. But when you saw him with Angelina, everyone was like, you know what? I forgive him. She's so gorgeous. How look fu- at her lips. But how fu- like just how fucked is that? But how fucked is that even that because that I don't think that that would necessarily be the narrative today. No, it wouldn't. It was, that we was were, the, that was the narrative then. We though. were so not that our society isn't looks focused now, but oh my god. That headline would not run now. No, I don't think. No, you couldn't. It was and it was everyone's opinions. I remember my mom talking about it. I remember my mom she and she hated Angela. She hated him for leaving her, but she but she was like, "Listen, I'm not happy about that decision, but look who he's with. It was almost like the reverse of who Brad Pitt was, because Brad Pitt, I think, at that, that, at that time was a standard of handsome. So it would have been like if Jen left someone for him. Do you know what I mean? Right. Kind of like, it's like, we get whoever you're with, but it Brad was like Pitt. Brad was Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. It was like the two pillars of, if if you took, like, okay, you know how people walk into plastic surgery office and they yes. ask for Kim? People used to ask for Angelina Jolie. Yes, you're so right. Angelina was the original paper magazine cutout. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was. She was the the pillar of beauty. She was the because of her lips. Mm-hmm. That was a really that we went on. I don't even. Read, what was the point? Oh, because her son's going to college. <laughs> I like forgot. I was like, how did we get here? But anyway, yeah. It always so goes back to lips. When Julie eventually gets her lip filler, she will say a little prayer to Angelina. Yeah, yeah I always will. Okay, so this is honestly, in my belief, a game-changing company. I'm talking about FrameBridge. So they make it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to the travel photos sitting on your phone. But the way that it works is so simple. So you go to framebridge.com and you upload your photo or they can send you packaging so that you can mail in the physical pieces. And you preview your item online in any frame style. You can choose to get like a free recommendation of what they think from their designers. And the team at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. It's so, it is so good and so convenient. So instead of the hundred you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code celebs. I don't know about you, about you, but I have so many pictures that I wanted to frame and I tried this and it worked and it was so easy and I honestly can't believe I didn't do it sooner. So get started today, frame your photos or send the perfect gift for weddings, birthdays, and special events. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code celebs. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com promo code celebs. Again, that's framebridge.com, promo code celebs. Oh, and other mouth news. <laughs> Speaking of mouths. So people started to recognize that Dakota Johnson's gap has closed, which I know sounds like a ridiculous thing to even be talking about, but her gap was a thing. Like in 2017, she did an interview with Vanity Fair called, How Much Stuff Can Dakota Johnson Fit in Her Gap Teeth? And it was like a video that she did. It, like, remember, that was a thing. Yeah, of course. So people started to see that it was closed and everybody was distraught. So she was on Jimmy Fallon and she said, the fact that this is a newsworthy event in our world right now is pretty ch- uh, chaka con to me. Is that how you say it? 
I think so. <laughs> and then she said, um, I'm reading this article from the Daily Beast. The actress went on to say she had a permanent retainer glued behind her teeth as a teenager, which has caused her neck problems as an adult. Quote, my orthodontist decided it would be a good idea to take it off to see if my jaw sort of expanded and it helped me, she said. And my gap closed by itself and I'm really sad about it. And then she says, it's going to come back. She pledged to those in mourning. The world of dentistry is so advanced. 2019, folks. I would love a dentist on the podcast <laughs> yeah, just to sure. get his opinion. I mean, listen, Jordan closed hers, remember? Yeah, but Jordan didn't say hers closed on its own. I know. Yeah, interested on that one. This next thing, okay. <laughs> this is like different kind of news, but we, I just want to say it because I feel like our audience cares. Well, and I, we've gotten a lot of questions about this over probably the past year or so. So Morgan Stewart, who is on Ease Daily Pop and Nightly Pop, and she was initially on Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. She's kind of like an entertainment correspondent, and um, she's hysterical. She was married to Brandon Fitzpatrick. They were on, we, we were introduced to them when she was on Rich Kids, and that's when they were just dating, and then they got engaged, they got married. So rumors had been swirling that they broke up because she was linked to this executive at E, and it was a whole kind of drama thing. And we haven't seen them together at all, but neither of them had spoke on it. So over the weekend, she released a statement about her divorce on her Insta story. And should I read it? Mm-hmm. I know many of you have been curious about the current status of mine and Brandon's relationship. Many of you got to know us and our story through the show and feel connected to us. And for that, we are forever grateful. Brendan and I have spent six wonderful years together, but we have made the difficult decision to go our separate ways. I wanted to take time to clarify that our reason for separating has nothing to do with anything other than two people who sadly grew apart, deciding what's best for themselves in the next phase of their lives. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the extremely heartfelt and supportive messages so many of you, you have sent. They have meant the world to me. I'll always have a tremendous amount of love and respect for Brendan and our relationship. I hope this clears up any confusion going forward. I love you guys. Thanks for understanding. You're the best. I wonder what made her decide to speak out now. I have no idea, but God damn it, I was happy she did. I was so curious. Yeah, because we Why? knew— you, Why? Brendan was, like, out with other girls. People like, kept seeing him, so it was probably, like, a Miley thing. That, like, you know, he didn't want to be like, oh, I'm cheating. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't but then see, again, she came out with the statement, not him. I've, I've seen him out with groups of people. I haven't seen him could, out with— That could be because so it's not like she doesn't look embarrassed then. She doesn't look, like, quote, yeah. stupid, you know? Yeah. It's—I um, I think everybody knew they weren't together, though. They have not been seen. And they used to post a lot together. Yeah. And they have not been seen together in probably, what, a year? Yeah, you know, and it's—I know that they—like, I think that she's going to have kids. I think she's spoken—I'm not, not just, like, presuming that. I feel like I remember an article of her talking about that it. That she, she wants was, kids? she wants kids, as I'm yeah. saying. Um, and so I think that it's good almost that this happened previously because before that they decided to have if they were going to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that. No, that yeah. Get- I, I, I think that I think that we all saw this coming, but it was just interesting. I think a lot of people had a lot of speculation about it, and it was, it was nice of her to finally confirm. And I didn't think we were going to get anything, so I'm glad we did. Wish you both the best. Um, is there anything else you want to add in before the award ceremony? No. Anything we're going to walk out of here and forget? Well, well, we'll see. Let me tell you something. The Kardashian recap is so lit this week, like beyond. Yeah, I can't wait to get into me it. Too. So we want to tell you guys about something that makes shopping for beauty products so much easier. I'm talking about Birchbox. Here's the thing. Shopping for beauty products can be so overwhelming because of how many options there are. And I don't know about you, but <laughs> Julie knows that I get so overwhelmed and I end up buying everything and then using half of it. 
And it's, yeah, it's, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. And so that is why we decided to try Birchbox. It's a subscription delivery box service. And basically it makes it easy and convenient and fun to discover new products and buy full-size versions of the samples you love and earn lo- loyalty points while you're at it. So basically what it is, it's a monthly subscription box and they send you little samples from different beauty companies that are totally customized to your needs, but it's the best way to test out product because there's really no other way to do that. Like one, if you're at you know one of these stores and you use the samples, you feel kind of gross. You want your f- clean, fresh samples. It is so easy. And it's an accessible way to discover and enjoy beauty products. Great for everyone, even the you know uninitiated and busiest among us. There are also so many different varieties and selections. Like I got Oribe for smoothing cream. Yours was like for volume. I, I don't know. We just got totally different stuff and it was so perfect. So head to birchbox.com slash CBC to get started with Birchbox and get $5 off when you use promo code CBC. That's promo code CBC at birchbox.com slash CBC for $5 off your first Birchbox. Birchbox.com slash CBC. So Mother's Day is coming up and I know sometimes it can be difficult figuring out what to get your mom because realistically no gift is going to do justice for how much you love and appreciate her. But I'm sure you've done the classic, you know, bathrobe, candle, sweaters, gift cards. If you're looking to mix it up, I want to tell you about Aura Frames. So they were named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. And it's just the kind of gift that is guaranteed to bring joy because realistically, there's nothing our parents love more than seeing us. So for them to be able to see more of us, even if you don't live close by, like that is probably the best gift you could give a parent. They're Wi-Fi connected. They come with unlimited storage. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. And it's easy to set up. It takes about two minutes to set up a frame using the Aura app. We have one in my kitchen. And every time my dad comes down for breakfast, like it just makes him so happy. There's pictures of me, pictures of me and my parents when I was little, pictures of my grandparents. Like I think as a parent, you never get sick of that. And it's just the kind of gift I know she will love. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code CBC at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Just quickly, our award winners. So for best clapback, it comes from our girl, Kelly Ripa. So Jerry O'Connell posted a picture of her saying that she is going to be the first guest on his show, Jerry O Show, which I think is happening this week. Happy for you, Jerry. I'm very excited yeah, for that. Hopefully we'll have them here. So someone comments, why? There are so many interesting people out there who don't already have way too much time on TV. Why her or any other cardboard cutout TV person like Seacrest? Even you can't transcend the boringness of that kind of guest. Cruel disappointment. And Kelly responds and says, well, Vanessa, it's August. So non-cardboard cutout TV people are in Italy. And truth be told, I'm pretty exciting. That's our girl. Very exciting, Very Kelly. exciting, you are Kelly. Very fucking exciting. And also, we love two things that I loved about this clapback. Number one, it wasn't like mean. It was just witty and on point. Number two, it was on Jerry's page. So she had to go there to do it. It wasn't like it was on her page. And number three, she went to the person's page to find, find out, out what their, their name, name is. Their name was Vanessa because it wasn't in their handle. Excellent clapback across the board. Yeah. Goddamn, Kelly, you killed this one. You killed this one. Did we even ever talk about Lola, the, the fact that like Lola is our intern? Did, have you ever said that? Probably. No, well, we said Lola's our intern and, and, and I think somebody on the Patreon was like, she's, she's always, so Lola, Kelly's daughter is our intern for the summer and she's always here. She's not here this week and I like, missed her. Oh my God. I, I've never met a cuter, sweeter. <laughs> she's a fucking mean? doll. No, you guys don't Do I miss her? Yeah, of course I miss she's her. She's always sitting next to Isabel and Isabel sitting alone and not that I don't love you so much, but I just miss her. Lola is literally the like 
oh my God, when Kelly, it was so funny because when Kelly was on the podcast, she said like, oh my God, you guys would get along so well with my daughter. And now fast forward a year, we actually do. Like it was oh the God, most- Oh my God, we love her. It wasn't like, it, they, we just so happened. She happens to be so our vibe. No, she fits like in seamlessly. Like, oh, oh. Yeah, we were saying, as always says this, that like when moms say like, oh, you would get along with so well with my daughter. It's like, it, that usually I, just means that like, you're kind of somewhere and you're the same age. Kelly was so spot on. It was like, it was like as if Lola was the four, like she hit the nail on the head. What happened? The first time we even met, we met like right around the podcast studio. It was in between. We had like, I think it was the day of the Nick Vile episode. And we were like, met to meet her at a restaurant. <laughs> By a restaurant, I mean the diner that we go to every single in between meetings. And we sit down and we, fully forgot that she was our intern. Like at the end, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't tell you anything about the job because all we talked about was just like boys and this and that. And like, yeah, no, it was, oh my God, what a fucking cutie. Yeah. I wish she was I don't know how I got there. I just miss her. Okay. Second was for funniest comment. We posted a meme from this account, no fucks given. and says, just school good at what age a man fully emotionally matures and a dead ass at 43 years old, I'm out. And Jillian Michaels comments, and this is why I'm gay. Emma goes, um, if everyone listens to the podcast, we would have captioned it. Dennis Quaid looking better and better every day. <laughs> I know. Those are the moments when I wish that all of our followers actually listened so they would get the joke. Don't you wish? Always. I our ca- always. If always. we could do captions based on stuff that only podcast listeners know, our captions would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, they would be so funny. I know, I know. It's so annoying when not everyone gets it. Yeah, why don't they How do we get more people? To, I don't know. I mean, a lot of them do, but obviously not every single person. I know. When I have to say, I have to say more just for the sake of them getting our jokes. I have to say when it was Jordan Gate, I think the reason that it like took off so much aside from the story and us being one of the first people to release it was also the fact that everybody was sharing the podcast on their story. Yeah. So like when you guys do that, I think it kind of works because then we create, I don't know, like a lot of people find it through other people's stories. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know about, I mean, I always find things before, like, especially like meme accounts and stuff. Yeah, totally. Just like through other people. Yeah. So true. Share share if you care, you know? Hey, feel free to do it. Are you so fucking excited? Just even start. I don't even want to get to it. Like, I want to just start. Okay. I just want to start fucking take me to Kylie's boat and let me be there. We are on our way. So the Kardashian recap. Before we even talk about Italy, we have to talk about Chloe and Kylie's drunk video. For anybody that hasn't seen it, don't pause it now. Listen to the rest of this. And then you have to watch it immediately after. It is literally the best piece of video. It was. I've never. I've never. We'll get into it all. So for anybody who doesn't know, Kylie basically filmed a Get Drunk With Me get ready with me drunk with Chloe video. It was at the Kylie Cosmetics studio and it starts with her in her house, getting in the car to go to the office. They did it like vlog style, but security is driving her because she knows that she's going to be drinking. And they get to the Kylie Cosmetics office and there's a bar set up with bottles of Don Julio 1942 tequila, obviously, and a bedazzled bottle of 1942 that Chloe had got her for her birthday, but Chloe completely forgot that she even got her. So Chloe gets there and they're like, okay, let's go. And they start taking shots, start doing their makeup. Literally, guys, they FaceTime Kim, who is with Kanye. So picture this. You're watching a Kylie Jenner goddamn drunk vlog with Chloe and they're FaceTiming Kanye and the kids? No. What? No. And they were so excited Kanye was on. They were like, oh my God, you got Kanye in the vlog. Because Kanye's like, I miss you guys. Like that, like that fucking cutie that he is. Oh my God, they FaceTime. The kids were there. Saint was there. They FaceTimed Chris. They FaceTimed Malika. It was then, then they're, they're FaceTiming Sophia and they're like, come, come over. 
Never in our wildest dreams did we expect it. Next thing you know, motherfucking Sophia Richie walks in. They get her a chair. Everyone's so excited that she's there too. It was like, she walked in, Chloe screamed, Kylie's so excited. It's, it was a love fest. Corey's there already. Well, they're pounding shots. They're pounding shots. And next thing you know, we look up, it is Corey, Sophia, Kylie, and fucking Chloe sitting in the chairs. I've never been happier in my whole life. Do you realize that? I've never been happier. It was the first video that we have ever watched. When I say video, I mean like show or vlog or whatever, where we didn't even talk during it. Like we couldn't say a word to each other because we were so glued. It was. I mean, it was the best piece of television I've ever watched in my life. We kept doing this thing where we would check in with each other to be like, is this as good as I think it is or am I just high? No, it was as good as we fucking, it was amazing. It was amazing. I, I can't. Sophia Richie walking in. And, and meanwhile, her and Chloe are so funny together. And we kept having these moments of, oh my God, Kylie is such a, like, a young, like 20 year old taking shots, whatever. And then she would be like, you know, after you have a baby and your jawline's destroyed. And I'm like, oh fucking yeah, you also have a baby. She really lives like, it's so unbelievable. She's, she, she fills both roles so seamlessly. And it's not like ever, like, I feel like they conflict with each other. It's not ever like, I feel like she's missing out on something because she's a parent at such a young age. And it's not like I ever, ever, ever feel like her parenting ability is, is in question or anything because of how young she is and, and, and that lifestyle that she's living. She just, she balances both seamlessly. It's such a good example in a lot of ways. And I know obviously she has the money to do so, but like of modern day, like she can be a businesswoman and a mogul and a mom and a, all these things, you know? And one and it's not even about money because uh, when you get down to like what I mean by her as a parent, it's just like her as an attentive mother with Stormy, like spending her day with her, making sure that she has enough attention and enough time while also running a business and being 20 and hanging out with her friends. And that is not an easy thing to do. Most people can't do that. No, of course. I, I'm just saying like, yeah, there's also the point where if you- Oh yeah, a nanny and, and all that stuff, obviously. Well, yeah. And also it's not like she can't see her kid because she has to be working. You know what I mean? Right. Like, which has a lot of, obviously a lot of working moms have, like they don't have the, the luxury to be able to do both, but she does and she does it so well. It's it's really, it was it was so fucking, it was an amazing video. We're saying, wait, should we tell them? Can <laughs> we put in- this is a crazy the audio clip. I know what you're going to say. Do you think we can? Yeah, let's try. Okay. We, this we, got, we literally were watching this stoned, obviously, because like uh, we finish our long day together. And what else are we going to do besides fucking take it out of and watch Chloe and, it was and Kylie? And it was day. a we long had so many meetings. Day. And we were just like, we didn't say a word. And then as soon as we were done, we're like, we have to record a voice note. Don't say a word to each other. Do not say a word. And we recorded a voice note. <laughs> we recorded a voice note to post on Patreon. <laughs> I felt like our our immediate reactions. It was like like probably seven minutes of us so stoned. We could put in like a, a couple second clip of it. So I'm gonna can hear it. Yeah. If this doesn't work, we'll just cut this part out. But I'm gonna ask our producer after if we can just like put in a little clip of this. If it is, it's gonna go right here. <laughs> when Sophia walks into that room, Sophia, Corey Gamble, Kylie, and Chloe Wait. drunk. Are you kidding me? This is cinematic genius. I have Martin no Scorsese. It's shaky. Shaky. You can never. You can never. I'm telling you, if there's no other reason to join Patreon, then it like, is fucking that because I just, you guys are the only people that would get that. Um, okay. I feel like I'm ready to move on to her birthday. Are yeah, you? Fuck yes. Okay. Kylie's 22nd birthday was held on a mega yacht. A, I believe it was $250 mega yacht. That $250? She $250 million mega yacht. <laughs> get your mega yacht for $250. What a deal. <laughs> two diamond original. That she rented for the week. It was an insane amount of money. The first quote that I read was- $1.2 million for the week. Yeah. It, oh my God. And not include. I don't think that's all inclusive by any means. 
I think that we should start, though, with her birthday with the rose petals from Travis. Oh, my God. Tell us about the Insta story. Insta story and post. We, she posts their entire living room or foyer area filled with red rose petals everywhere. Flowers all over the place. Stormy is playing in these rose petals like it, like it's snow. And it's, oh, my God. It was just, it was the sweetest, like, it was like the kickoff to her birthday. Jeff Leatham obviously did them. And it was just such like a beautiful gift. It was like, who thinks to do that? It was like tra- fucking Travis killed it. He pulled a Kanye with that yeah, one. Yeah. He didn't I, have Kenny what did G. I, say? I always say you say there's the con- a lot of comparisons between Kanye and Travis yeah. and their relationships. You always say that Travis has Kanye energy in terms of his romantic forms of expression. Like yeah. romantic expressions of love, I mean. Yes. Yeah. For sure. First of all, there's so many questions there. I know the one everybody was asking is who's going to clean it up. There are so many memes that's like... Add that to the list of inconsequential questions that we need to yeah. ask them immediately. And how long did it stay in your house before you cleaned it out? Yeah, and also was she aware of it? Because when I say aware of it, like, or was someone aware of it? Because was there anything they had to move? Like, what if the rose petals stained? You know, there's so many questions that I had. Yeah, there's always, there's a million. They can't <laughs> do anything without us having a million questions. Isabel just looks up from the floor nodding like, yeah, it's interesting inquiry. <laughs> white carpet? Yeah, white carpet. That's what I'm saying. Who knows? Stormy playing in the roses though needs to go in some sort of Hall of Fame. Stormy is, no. I'm sorry. I feel a very special connection to her. Julie does. Stormy has, I mean, she was always cute, but now that she's talking, it's kind of next level. Little Stormaloo saying happy birthday, mommy. She's singing. No. You got to watch. I'm sorry. There's nothing like it. She's fucking adorable. And it's it's so annoying when we do this because I feel like I'm always comparing the kids and I don't want to because I love all of them in their own specific way. In their own specific way, but you know there is something about Stormy. Especially, specifically when she talks, but yes. Anyway, so then that was the kickoff to this whole week, which in his card he said, like, we're just getting started. I think he met with their life, but also probably with their birthday adventures. So they, of course, take the jet to Italy, and they're on this— As one does. As one does. The best thing about it was that all of their friends that were traveling around just met there. So, for example, Stas was in Ibiza. She met there. I think Courtney met them, right? Everybody kind of just met them there. Italy was the meeting spot. And she posts a video and, like, multiple pictures of this fucking necklace that Travis got her. It's estimated between 375 grand and 500 grand. It is all diamond, a massive multicolored diamond chain with her lips logo, with the Kylie Cosmetics lip logo with the dripping lips— yeah. No, I know. No, I know. Baller. Fucking baller. It was so her. But also, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. The best part about that gift was that it wasn't just a massive diamond that could have been transferable to anyone. It was so custom. It's it's very telling when somebody gets a gift that's not only a nice gift, but a personal gift. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yes, you spent money, you care, but you also know me well enough to know exactly what to give me. And it's not even just that it was the lips, that it was diamond. It's so her style. It's so her style. Yeah. Also, though, it's an ode to her to be able to pull that off. Like, even— Oh, my God. I think her and Kim are probably the only two that could. Like, in the sense of that is a that's a piece of jewelry. You know what I mean? It's a statement. It's like a boss lady piece. Yeah. Yeah. That was—it was so cool. I have a question. Ask anything. Why didn't Courtney meet them? Oh, Courtney did not meet them? I don't believe so. I didn't see any picture of them together. And I, I, Courtney didn't, I think Courtney posted a video of Kylie on her back, but it wasn't from then. I don't know why they wouldn't have met them and gone on the yacht with them just the night. Maybe because, and, and it's not like it would have been because they had the kids because Stormy was there. Let me tell you something. Obviously, in my dream world, before this even started, we could have gotten a couple of slides that just broke down the key players of who was there. Because was, I, was, I know who was there. It was. It was. I mean, I, yeah. We 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 kind of already said it. It wasn't as many people as you would think. You would have thought the yacht would have been filled. That's what I, th- I. Maybe I was just off in that perception. Maybe not everyone can just like 
leave and go to Italy, up and go to Italy. But I just thought that there was going to be more people. Who we saw for sure was obviously Travis, Stormy, Sophia Scott, Chris, Corey, Stas, like a couple more of their friends. But I didn't see— I thought it was going to be like—I guess I was off. And maybe—you know what's funny is that like I was thinking, you know, the yacht was kind of the holding place for the party— like, like yes, it's this gorgeous yacht, but it's for the purpose of having so many people there. I guess for them, the the party was the yacht. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's maybe so a, I had the wrong perspective of it. I think it's insane. I mean, truly, you can look this up. You have to look it up just to see it if you haven't. But it, it really does look like a cruise ship. It had an elevator, the most insane hallways. And if you remember when they were leaving for their trip, there was a picture of a like a an airline attendant holding a giant white dress that everybody thought was a wedding dress. So there was speculation that they were going to get married in Italy. Which, let me tell you something, if that was the case, there's you think that Chris Jenner would allow the story to break by a fucking gate agent? Chris Jenner, it? I mean, fucking Kylie would never have done that. Also, Kylie loves fucking with paparazzi. She purposely did that. Yeah. Anyway, we come to see the dress that they were she was holding that they were holding was this gorgeous like white feather gown that she wore for for the night of her birthday, but it had nothing to do with it being her wedding. But we got to God, see that. She looked gorgeous in that. And by the way, when are they getting married? I don't know. I, it's it's a question of the hour. I mean, I feel no rush. I would love them to just. I feel more of a rush for them to have another kid. Not from like obviously she's got plenty of time. I just want them to have another kid because I want to see it and I want Stormy to have a sibling. And I I feel like Kylie because she's so young and she's obviously started her family so much uh, before the rest of the siblings is going to kind of follow in the Chris Jenner footsteps and have just like I mean uh, Kim obviously has four kids but I think Chris, uh, uh, Kylie's kind of on track to do a similar thing if not more. If God willing she can, I wouldn't be shocked if she had five. Yeah, or more. Or Who more. knows? Who knows? I mean, have them. It depends how much if he wants. You know, they're gonna, a lot of it is going to have to depend. We'll see. You know, that wedding's going to be insane. Julie and I, was it today that we were talking? Yeah, in the car on the way here. We're sitting in the car on the way here, and I guess I just had never. There's so much other things that go on in the world of Kardashian that I hadn't really thought about Kylie and Travis's wedding. And That's I weird. just, I said to you, I was like, oh my god, like, do you realize we think the Christmas party is crazy? We think Kim's wedding is crazy. Think about what she did for her daughter's first birthday. This is her wedding. It's going to be insane. Do you guys even know that we're not ready for it? It's going to be, oh my God. Because she could spend, if obviously she's not going to do this. I Put this in perspective. She could spend $100 million on that wedding and it would still only deplete her fortune by 10%. Do you recognize and that? And also the thing about being a billionaire is it's not like, I think everyone has this idea in their head that it's like a stagnant number. That the reason she's a billionaire is because she can spend it and that money is still consistently coming in. The money is never stopping coming in. That's why when people say like, oh, why do they do these deals? I get it. I don't get why they do the Fit Tea and the, so those other like weird Louis giveaways. But for Kylie to post one picture with Adidas and get a million dollars. I mean, she has a whole partnership with Adidas also, but, but which we're going to get into in our bonus episode. Yes. We should tell them now. The bonus episode that we're releasing tomorrow is a breakdown of all of the Kardashian business ventures over the years. Yeah, their partnerships, their collabs. I mean, listen, we can't put everything in, but it's it's the big ones. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Anyway, the yacht was just insane. She was like killing it. Like I know Kylie always kills it, but this one was it felt different. It, it this one hit different. Hits different. Yeah. Hits different on a yacht in Postatano. That's what you said that to me this morning. You're like, yeah. I don't know, when the yacht's in Italy, it just hits different. It really does. Mm-hmm. It she was in these gorgeous, like multicolored bikinis. I'm sure that they were a lot. There was Dior ones, there were Chanel ones, I'm sure there was like it looked like Emilio Pucci. It was I don't know. I'm going to tell you something. Her and Stas on those pictures when she's had the scarf around her head. I've started having like a very different appreciation for Kylie. When Kylie was first starting out, I like, I, I thought that she was just kind of, um, 
she appealed to a younger audience and that's why she was so successful with her lip kits and all of these things is that she had this really cult following but of much younger people and now I finally feel like she's um like re- relatable to me because I always feel like when I'm, when I'm watching a celebrity I like for them to have um like to be older than me not that Kylie is we're the same age and she's got a kid it's just like I like I like watching their lifestyle as like um somebody that I'm looking up to rather than being like oh that's cute that she's like young like a Jojo Siwa type <laughs> and also probably makes us feel better <laughs> I like to imagine her older oh yeah I imagine I imagine you know what what she's it's like it's like um internally crushing exactly. to know that she's my age. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, it's like when you see people on the Olympics and they're like, and 14-year-old Gabby Douglas. And they, it's like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Do you know what I was doing when I was 14? Yeah. I had a back brace. Like, are you fucking, this girl's fucking doing, uh, yeah, the Olympics are really hard for me actually to watch. <laughs> Should we talk about it more? Yeah, it's just like, why are they so young and so accomplished? I bet you that, that when we do our first real session, we're totally going to bring that up. Like the Olympics? Yes, how you find it triggering us to some of the issues. You are so annoying. (laughs) So excited. I'm writing it down. Okay, can we get back on track for a second? I wanted to talk about the um, Scott and Sophia element of the Italy trip because as much as we love everything else, that was up there with my top moments of just like everybody walking and them kind of walking together. It's almost, it was the ultimate, them being in Italy for Kylie's birthday with the whole family was almost to me the ultimate like, ceiling of Sophia's inness with the crowd. Not yeah, that I needed it. I mean, it. every time it's kind of like, I feel like they level up with her. It's like, once you think she's in, oh, now she's included. Oh, now she's friends with Kylie. Oh, now she's in this very intimate birthday that not even all of the siblings were at. Mm-hmm. Or any of the siblings. I don't know. I, I said I need a roster of all the key players. Weird, this is not I'm really thinking about it. It's weird. Listen, it's not to say she's not going to do something in Calabasas. But why? I, I just don't really understand that no one could make it. I, it. Courtney was in Italy. Listen, travel schedules can be conflicting. I, I don't know. I'm confused now. I honestly, I don't wasn't know. really thinking about it. Now I'm like really questioning some things. Also, Kylie's um, her obviously her birthday collection, which was money, was she announced that it was in collaboration with Ellen to donate all of the profits to a cause or family in need. Fucking good move on her part because if you did an entire money themed palette and kept the money, yeah, I would have been a bad she knew look. She couldn't. She for couldn't. sure, it's not even about a bad look. I think she genuinely like wanted to to do something and I think that the idea came and then the, the money idea came I think it was the donating idea came first actually yeah I think you're right you're so right that's a yes like she decided for my 22nd birthday okay, I, I want to donate the proceeds what can I do with that and then it was like let's not announce it yet let's get everyone super riled up so then they can see how idiotic they feel when they find out that it was all for charity right yep good move on their part oh let's talk about the weirdest aspect of Kylie's birthday Caitlin Caitlyn Jenner posted and then deleted, of course, a four-slide tribute for Kylie's birthday with four pictures of Kendall as a child. I'm going to pray that this was an accident done by a social media manager. Pray. Pray because, God, that's— It's just—it's one thing if it's like like one picture. I get it. They kind of look like, but four pictures? Yeah. It could have just been, I hope that someone else was posting it and they just thought it was Kendall's. I can't imagine how this happened. Like, that's a prime example of how did that make it to an actual feed? Like, I genuinely it's don't know. It's very confusing. It was bizarre. It's a really, like, yeah. Totally bizarre. Weird. What, are there any other major things from Kylie's Italy trip that we need to we need to discuss? I mean, other than, she just, I, I could look at the pictures all day. That's really all I have to yeah, say. Yeah, no, I, I want as much information and pictures as they are going to release. I want them fucking every single one of them. My, what I'm going to say out loud, and I'm, like trying to manifest it, but if it doesn't happen, that's fine. I pray that she did a vlog of that trip and they're going to release it in like two months time. I want to repeat what I said about the vlogs that I said on the Patreon in that in that episode. And it's a hot take. It's a hot fucking take. 
if they never released another actual episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians again, but we saw their lives vlogged in that style, I would be fine. And I know a lot of people are saying, like, what's the difference? But there is. There's a huge difference in the way that it's so much more intimate when they're vlogging. It's just different. She's speaking directly to us. They're showing us a side that we don't see on the on the episode. And it's like uninterrupted. It's like there's no rules. There's no 40-minute, you have to have a commercial break at this point, this point, this point. It's like you do one commercial in the beginning with YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And then Kylie does her whole thing. And it's it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better. It's better than the episodes. I fully agree. It is better than the episodes. And what a thing to hold us over. Seriously. We could have done an entire bonus show just on that vlog. I could have. Honestly, we still may. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If she does a vlog of the boat, you know you're getting a bonus episode for that. Um, I want to talk about, just, I just want to mention Kim's 90s makeup-inspired palette, which was, she op- she's like, I love when she tells us who's on her press list. And she yeah, op- she did it's so sweet of her. Yeah, and she did that video of everyone who's receiving it, and it was like all like these iconic 90s names, and we couldn't figure out what the theme was. She then told us it was 90s. The collection doesn't look like anything special, but I loved the What packaging. was wrong with us that we were reading that list? We're like, oh my God, all of these people from the 90s that are such icons. I wonder, I wonder what the theme is. And then she's like, it's it's fucking 90s. I felt so I felt so glad that we didn't publicly question what the theme yeah. was because if I did. People would have been like, are you literally? What else would Kelly Rowland and Topanga be on the same list for? It's obviously 90s. Yeah. This was crazy. Tell them about Brandon Jenner. I know you guys know, but. <sighs> Brandon Jenner expecting twins with his girlfriend, Kaylee Stoker. First of all, I had no idea he had a girlfriend. Am zero, I wrong for that? Zero idea. I had no idea. I have no idea. I was looking. I, I don't know how long they've been together for, presumably a couple of months. If you remember, him and Leah were together, and they have a three-year-old daughter together, and they um, they got divorced. They split in September 2018, and their divorce was only finalized last month. Mm-hmm. I know, which was crazy. But I don't think he apparently said that he sat down with Leah and their three-year-old daughter to tell her the news and that it wasn't, like, I can't imagine that this wasn't handled really respectfully. No, I think, I mean, yeah. We also got an email, I think, I just, I, I don't know if it was an email or a DM, I saw it and I have to find it again, of someone that said, I know you guys were, like, really shocked by this, but I actually know the girl and, like, this, his, his, um, the, his girlfriend, and she's, like, a great girl. And if you know them, it makes so much sense that they're together. Like, I know you guys don't know a lot about it, but trust me, that's, like, they make sense. So I'm, I'm happy for them if that's the yeah, case. Yeah, no, totally. Maybe he needed someone that was completely out of the public eye. I mean, I have zero skin in the game, so if he's happy and Leah's fine, then good for them. I was just always the biggest Leah fan. I think she has such, like, an infectious personality and was so amazing on all of the trips at any time we saw yeah. her. So I was just confused by the breakup. Well, the good news is that there's a big chance that then she— Remarries and then we can see what Good happens for her. there. Yeah. Oh, should we set him up with Liam Hemsworth? Oh my oh, god! There's a fucking plot. There's a fucking storyline. They'd be amazing together. That she was the sent. type of girl that I was. Yes, li- yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! That was the girl that we were thinking of. Like so. I can, sweet, wholesome, but, but adventurous, adventurous, down to do anything, funny, lovable. Oh. Wow. Liam knows, on the phone. Knows, right knows that she either enjoys having kids or wants to have kids because that's so important to him. Wow. What a fucking haul, Julie. What a way to end. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Thank you. Yeah. Fucking put a clock track in this shit. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else that we have to add in? Northwest is a fashion icon. That's oh, all I got to say. Is. Okay. Um, we, I just love you. I'm really, this was so great. Oh my we had the God, best please. weekend. You don't even know how much I love you. They slept over at my house and this morning her and my dad just hung out. and We, we had coffee the, on the front porch. Yeah, and what a way to start this week. Okay, we love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow for our Kardashian bonus show that is going to be, like I said, on brands. And remember, please five stars and rate it. I mean, and review it if you have a chance. Okay, we love you. See you tomorrow. Bye.